Race number six was in Fortaleza, Brazil. Start time was 12 p.m. The weather was 90 plus degrees Fahrenheit, 32 plus degrees Celsius with 100% humidity and a UV index off the charts. Wait, what? That can't be right. So we, we zip off to Brazil, and I know we started out this podcast talking a little bit about your experience in Brazil, and I want to I talk more about that. Brazil was hot. I mean, and I mean hot, I, 90 plus <laughs> degrees. We ran at noon, started at noon. So it was our, it was a daytime marathon and it was nasty. And the, the humidity was up around a hundred percent. The UV index was off the charts. It was just hot. It was just really hot. <laughs> it was so bad. You could not consume enough water. Tell me about your experience in Brazil. Awesome. So there was two things that I remember about Brazil. Um, one was that it was just really, really hot. Um, you were sweating before you started. Like that was just obvious. People were taking extra layers of clothes off. We were um, we were walking and running with Gatorade and, and um, different types of hydration in our hands. Like we just couldn't get enough. So it wasn't, you know, run past the aid station and pick up some, some hydration. It was run with it constantly. Otherwise, you're going to overheat. You know, we were throwing sponges of ice and water all over us just to, <laughs> to cool our bodies down. Like, I kept running past the – they had one of those signs up that told everyone the temperature. And so throughout the whole race, we always knew what the temperature was. And in, in the initial laps, it kind of just felt like it was getting hotter. And I could see the temperature going up on this on this sign. And I was like, this is going to be a long day. Um, the other challenge that I had in um, – in uh, Fortaleza in Brazil in particular, was that um, back in the Antarctic, I actually injured my foot. Um, I had a, a repetitive strain injury on one of my big toes. And by the time I got to, to Brazil, it had um, swollen up really badly to the point where I couldn't actually fit my feet in my shoes. So that was my first problem um, in Brazil. <laughs> and I actually wore one of the other competitors, um, Kerry. She actually lent me a pair of her shoes because hers were just that one size bigger. So um, the first half of the race, we strategically made a decision that we were all um, – the, there was three of us and we were slightly injured. And we thought, you know, it's better to, to finish well in, in the last race in Miami. So what we're going to do is we're just going to walk. We're just – doesn't matter what everyone else is doing we're just going to walk so that was the that was the idea and we did that for 21 k's or for you know what is that in miles i don't know <laughs> 16 point something or whatever a half marathon is we um we just we just walked and we were totally okay with that we were injured we were in pain and we just thought we've just got to get through this when we got to the halfway mark we realized we weren't going to make the time frame <laughs> So we just decided, you know what, we have to we have to push through whatever we're feeling right now and we just have to run. And when I started to get going, my body was just loving it. Like the, the heat, it just it was something that I can't describe very well, but it was literally like a moment of ease. It was like my body had got used to the fact that it had done five marathons. It knew it was doing another one. It knew it still had another one to go and it just was okay with it. So, um, yeah, it was a real sense of let's just get going and see how this pans out. And I picked up an incredible pace and ended up doing a, another sub-five-hour marathon. So um, very, very hot conditions, absolutely loved the conditions as far as me personally and um, was, over to, was able to overcome the, the foot injury just to, to get out there and have fun and get it done. It was amazing to watch from a spectator's standpoint. It was an incredible pace. It was something that no one else in the entire 36 of us did. 
which was pick up steam and run faster on the back half of that marathon. You, you essentially did a negative split in your fifth marathon. I mean, you ran faster to finish and you were motoring. It was not a jog (laughs) and everyone's walking. You were running. If you had run that, I don't know what kind of pace or time you would have put down because your pace was so good. It was really incredible to watch. And that's why I love that you use the word incredible. You had incredible pace. Cause that's what, that's what it was is, uh, I was, I was doing this run walk and I wasn't going to deviate. I knew it'd give me enough time to finish, which it did, but watching you just start to run. And I, I think you passed me twice. That's how fast you were going in that last half of the marathon. It was yeah. really cool. And I don't know yeah. how you did it because <laughs> I, do I, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome because I had, I think I suffered a bit of dehydration after that marathon. I got back to the airport. I had a fever. I was cold and it was not cold in Brazil. And I was wearing sweats and a hoodie and I couldn't get warm. I took some Tylenol and, or ibuprofen and I couldn't, like it couldn't break the fever and I didn't want to eat. And I felt terrible. I didn't think I would be able to finish in Miami because I was so bad after Brazil. So to, to put that in perspective for our listeners, so that people understand the magnitude of what you did. So while Beck was finishing incredibly strong in Brazil, I was falling apart. I literally went into dehydration shock. I called my wife from the airport and I said, I think that's it. I think I am done. I don't think I can run anymore. That was when I officially broke during the World Marathon Challenge. And my wife just listened and we figured out a game plan. And that game plan was to go to sleep on the plane, not eat. I had a choice to either go to sleep or stay up and, and try to get some food. And I said, I'm going to take some ibuprofen. I'm going to go to sleep. And if I wake up and my fever's broken and I feel better, then I'm going to go out and try to finish this thing. On top of the dehydration, my left knee had completely become unhinged. I was in so much pain and I didn't know how I could possibly run a marathon with a bad left knee. Tune in tomorrow to find out how the World Marathon Challenge finishes for race number seven in Miami, Florida.